You're listening to the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast, sponsored by Franklin Professional Associates, excellence in staffing and recruiting, and supported by regional leaders like Workers Credit Union. Achieve your dream the workers' way. Welcome to the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast, Cat Deal, and I am on the road, and I am over at 646 Central Street, Suite 3 in Lemonster, with Kia McCarthy, the owner of Lush RX Aesthetics. Thank you for letting me into your beautiful space. Thank for, you so much for coming. Oh, you're so welcome. If you haven't been here before, those are for our listeners. I suggest taking the drive, coming out. This is a beautiful facility. I walked in and immediately felt calm. I thought... This is a place of beauty. I call it the clubhouse. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Oh, this is a clubhouse. It's a clubhouse. It feels like um, what I wanted in my little girl dreams when I would make my little forts with my like little sheets on my four poster bed. And I would envision what like my little clubhouse space would be. This is it. Well, you've achieved it because I feel as if I am 100% in a beautiful women's clubhouse and it is gorgeous. So thank you very much for letting me be in today. Kia, I know that you have a medical background. You do. So this was not your first gig. No. As a new entrepreneur, which you just said to me. Yeah. I don't look it because I own a med spa. No, there you go. However, yeah, I'm an old brad. So I've been in healthcare since 1994. I started as a junior EMT while I was still in college and my dream was to do research. And so I thought I'm going to be a medical researcher. I had a degree in biology. I did um, support for research uh, protocols that were happening at Harvard Med School. I was like, this is it. I've made it. And I realized very quickly that I do not like research. <laughs> so it's better to know what you like and not like. Yeah, I mean, that's a good thing to kind of explore, right? I tell people, you want to try on things when you're in your 20s, people, jobs, experiences, to figure out what makes you tick. And so mm-hmm. I learned very quickly that being in a room, in a computer, is not my jam. I need to be in front of people. I need to have a conversation. I need to you know, interact. Yeah. And so I had a friend who was a nurse practitioner and I worked with her as a nursing assistant for a little while and then went back to school to get um, a nursing degree and then the rest is history. So with a medical background, research medical background at Harvard, no less. Yeah. You said, you know what? I'm going to start a skincare business. (laughs) So I I left um, to become a nurse practitioner. Mm -hmm. So I practice in primary care. This will be my 25th year in healthcare, right? Am I doing math right? Wow. Um, And so I've been working and serving the children of New England. And I spent 10 years in deep South Texas serving kids in very medically underserved areas. Mm -hmm. I had a passion for underserved areas. That was um, something I learned at the end of my NP program at Simmons. They gave you an opportunity to do a little bit of work. So I did um, a medical mission with some professors in Nicaragua, where I learned how to make something out of nothing. And that was a really, really lovely experience, um, given how like corporate, you know, healthcare is now and Mm -hmm. it doesn't always feel as rewarding as we'd like it to be. And so it just renewed my fervor for the idea that people are coming to you at their most vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And it is a honor and a privilege to be able to meet them where they are. And so that's what I spent the bulk of my career doing. But I also mm-hmm. am a girly girl <laughs> and I like things to be sparkly and pretty. I can tell. I love all of that stuff. And so to deny that part of my personality 
felt a little inauthentic. And Mm -hmm. so in 2017, I started to really research um, medical aesthetics. I got certified in 2018 and was kind of doing it on the side. Um, And then the opportunity presented itself to um, look at some space here. And that little dream became a much bigger dream in a very short period of time. Mm -hmm. So, Well, it must be a very competitive field. It certainly is. I think um, my personality lends itself to not reading too much into it. So medical aesthetics is can be kind of branded as this kind of cutthroat sort of us versus them. Resources are scarce. We're always trying to go after people. What I found in New England, and I don't know if this is just the place where we are, if it's Central Mass or what have you, but what I've learned is that there's space for everybody. Mm -hmm. And what people very much enjoy, people, and even within a doctor's uh, office, there are certain personalities that you just either click with or you don't. Mm -hmm. And so each one of us has our different approach. The principles of medical aesthetics are all universal if we're doing it right. It's their approach and Mm -hmm. your personality. And so everybody has their likes and dislikes and their affinity towards whatever personality is. I am intentionally irreverent. (laughs) I am silly to a fault. And in a traditional medical environment, that is not always the most welcome. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But it is intentional. It, It was by design. I learned very early on as a nurse on the floor that when I did everything by the book, I didn't always get the best results from a patient. And when I reapproached patient care from a position of you were having probably the one of the worst days of your life. Mm -hmm. And if I approach you like a human and I'm like, Hey, so that sucks. (laughs) You just had to have surgery today. That's awful. This is the worst day. And when I started to approach things as um, a human person, Mm-hmm. things just got a little bit easier. And I found that being more authentic that way also resonates with people. And so I think the thing, the one thing that I bring to the table that I'm sure other people do too, but mm-hmm. I think the feedback I get from my patients here and in, in primary care is authenticity feels grounding and it allows you the space to be able to share really vulnerable things in the hands of somebody who you know won't judge you. And that feels really good. And I certainly understood that more when I had my own children. And I understand what happens <laughs> when you go to the doctor's office. Your parenting is being judged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you need to walk in there really kind of offering the opportunity for people to be vulnerable without judgment. And that's how you'll get an honest dialogue. I will this. tell you, when I walked in, you were working with someone. You mm-hmm. were talking about them to, with them about a procedure and going over things. Mm-hmm. You were so genuine. I just want to say that I've not done any medical aesthetics. We'll convert you. I'm not going to lie. I probably will. I don't know if I'm going to get out of here without one. Um, But it just, it was very calming. You were very approachable. And the way you spoke about what was going to happen, Mm -hmm. I could tell that you were very honest about the results. You talked about the treatment process. It was very interesting being sort of a little fly on the wall, setting up the equipment and listening to you because- you're, everything that you're saying is exactly what you were just doing. Mm-hmm. It was very much one-on-one yep. listening to what the person and their concerns yeah. and then explaining things in very sure. clear terms. Yes. And so I think aesthetics in general, well, I, I can't speak for the whole industry, right? That's not fair to do. My experience as a patient in mm. sex, because I am vain. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am uh, approaching 50. I uh, had my last child at almost 36. 
and I had a two-year-old who had a fresh diagnosis of autism. And so I had all of the work. My husband was in grad school. So I had a two-year-old who had a fresh diagnosis of autism. had just been kicked out of daycare for biting. I had a little four-pound baby, and I was exhausted, and my body didn't look the way that I wanted it to look. And so I was like, I'm going to do this thing for myself Mm -hmm. to make myself feel really good. And that's the first time I got Botox. And the place that I went to was very well-known, had a very good reputation, and I left feeling less good about myself. Well, what are you going to do about this? And what are you going to do about that? And what are you going to do about these? And I'm like, okay, so if I ever did this, I'm going to, from day one, not make people feel like garbage about (laughs) what their bodies look like because our bodies are a gift. And so, yeah, we can enhance things that are bothering you. Happy to help you with that. But you will never, in my presence, be allowed to do negative self-talk. Um, and you will not leave feeling like we are fixing something because you're already perfect. We're just enhancing the things that you feel uncomfortable. That is the goal. That's an amazing approach. I love it. So we've kind of skirted around it. So let's talk about the services that you do offer. What's okay. Let's start with this. What's the most popular service you offer? 150% anything with a needle. Okay. (laughs) Yes. So people come to me especially people that have never done any aesthetics before. They're afraid of the needle because needles are really scary from when we're little. Right. But they really don't like those furrows that they get in their brow from making faces at their spouses (laughs) or thinking about work things and hearing an email about some project that is due. People just, you know, don't like what their faces do. Also, I will say that 2020 very much changed the industry because people are looking at their faces all day through Zoom. How interesting. And that has caused the business to absolutely explode. So between social media, which for better or for worse, Mm -hmm. has changed how we look at ourselves. Yes. Um, Certainly looking at your own face in a tiny little window all day has made people very much aware of what their face is doing. And so I get a lot of professionals men and women who are in leadership positions that need to have a neutral face when they're giving feedback to people and mm-hmm. need to have a neutral face. <laughs> so we do a lot of neurotoxin, a lot okay. um, of Botox to help people work on um, those sort of facial expressions, but also to train their muscles not to make certain movements so that oh. you don't build those lines. So it's 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 not just an to treat temporary, it. it's actually... yes. Long term. Absolutely. Interesting. And then over time, your muscles start to recognize, hey, Kia really doesn't want me to make that face anymore. And so I think I won't be making that face. So over time, you know, I started back in 2016. I am now using less Botox on my own body because my face is recognized that I don't want to make those faces anymore. So over time, we come up with a treatment plan that's tailored to the person, what they're comfortable with, what their aesthetic is like. Some people walk in and they say, make me frozen. And <laughs> I try to talk them out of it. Um, and we, we have a nice dialogue about, you know, what is natural and what doesn't look natural. Um, and then certainly um, dermal fillers are also a very popular service here. We enhance your body in lots of different ways with dermal fillers. There are magical, wonderful things that we can do with dermal fillers. Dermal fillers are a hard sell for people that have never seen it before because mm-hmm. their first introduction is maybe an internet celebrity who has done too many things <laughs> and they think that's what they're going to look like mm-hmm. or overdone things. And so that's certainly not my aesthetic. It's something that I'm not comfortable treating. And that's been one nice thing is that I have the ability to say, you know what? I don't know that our visions are aligned. I think maybe this isn't the right place. Um, 
But you can enhance naturally, conservatively, a set of lips or a jawline or cheeks. Or as you age, you start to have bony loss in mm-hmm. your in your face. And so that you can rejuvenate people, people that have lost a little weight and all the things that are happening. You can rejuvenate people's temples and things like that and furrows in their brow and eyes and things like that. So you can do all sorts of wonderful things. And so those are the biggest sellers by far, <laughs> people are coming in wanting injectables. That is a big, big deal. But, but that's not all you offer. You oh, offer friends. so much stuff. So much I, stuff. When I was on the website, I was yes. semi-overwhelmed, yes. but really in awe of, of what like you offer. It's like a cheesecake factory it's menu. Beautiful. You're like, I don't know, man. There's a lot of choices. I don't know if I want the club or do I want a You're like, I'll just shop? take a little taste of everything. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> so I would say number coming in solid at number three is laser hair removal. Okay. It, so it's interesting. I had a friend who had a, a med spa that didn't do well, so I was able to inherit some machines. Uh, and so I'm, I have a couple of machines from her failed enterprise. But the laser hair removal machine really does pay the rent. It's something that I didn't think was going to be as popular as it is. Um, and so a lot of people come in to have hair removed. And then there are people that come to have hair put back on. So my husband is, he's going to love that I'm having this conversation, but he has lovely um expected male pattern baldness mm-hmm. that a lot of men and some women are also experiencing. And so we use a tool called a microneedling device. It's mm-hmm. a pen. It's an FDA approved device and it um, helps introduce growth factors into the skin to help train your skin to encourage blood flow to the area that will help you grow hair. So I am growing my hair. It's like my little hair garden. I think this is yes. the most fascinating thing <laughs> yes. I've ever heard on my podcast. And honestly, I have to say, when you first start in aesthetics, you have all these companies mm-hmm. that will come to you and promise you the world. And so <laughs> I was like, you're going to give me samples and I'm going to try it and see mm-hmm. for myself if this yeah. works. So I definitely used him as a guinea pig and it totally worked. And I was That's amazing. Not expecting to <laughs> legit i was just like okay what else you've got a you know a unicorn in the back of your truck too and like all of those things yeah you've but, got it all in the yes. back pocket like <laughs> kia. Exactly. kia has everything you yes. need to walk into this yes. new year right 100 mm-hmm. so hair restoration has been mm-hmm. huge and that's been very effective um Microneedling is used on other parts of the body as well. So you can use it to help soften fine lines and wrinkles. You can use it to build collagen, which is what I use it on my own body for. And so I use it to tighten the skin around my jowls and on my neck, around my eyes. Um, and that is a lovely way to kind of build out that lovely collagen. we use exosomes for that, which is another beautiful piece of science that we were able to um, take from Europe and, and, and incorporate it. So that's one nice thing about having this little oasis in the middle of Lemonster mm-hmm. is that people were having to go to like Boston or to Worcester or some other places to get it. And you don't have to go far to have a good world-class science-backed treatment you can come to central street well you know i think it's interesting because you not only the way you speak about it Mm -hmm. is very medical it's very scientific this is the it sounds like there's so much more behind it than i think a lot of people think yes and i think it's i think it's great that you are still in medical practice and i think that that's it's, it, it must really lend to why people want to come and see you. Yeah, I think so. As an industry, it's hard because there are lots of different ways to enter this type of space. So you can be a nurse and be an LPN and have a medical director. And that is a really lovely way to do it. In fact, some of my most favorite injectors, some of the people that I've learned the most from 
are nurses. So Mm -hmm. it's important to, you know, do your research, make sure that the person that you're seeing has experience and has been taught not just how to get good outcomes, but what happens if you have a bad outcome. I think that's really what distinguishes a novice from a more master injector. That mm-hmm. kind of term is bandied about, but um, you can be a nurse and have exquisite results and be an excellent caregiver. It really, you don't need to have an MP after your name or an MD after your name mm-hmm. to guarantee good results. You really just need to have the experience, but you do want to make sure <laughs> that the person... Um, you know, if things are very inexpensive, you've got to wonder. you got to wonder. <laughs> a little bit. Like, where are those products coming from the manufacturer? There's whole like, websites yeah. dedicated to bad, bad yeah. procedures. And, and so, yeah, you've got to do your research, do your due diligence. Come in and get a consult. I do free consultations. That is really important that we do that. Because I want people to, A, feel comfortable mm-hmm. in my presence, B, be able to have a conversation without there being a dollar passed. Mm-hmm. Come, learn about what you're thinking about. Tell me what you're um, uncomfortable with. Let's talk about what we have here, what I don't have here. There might be some things that you're interested in that I don't offer. I'm not going to make stuff up. <laughs> going to say, no, we don't have that. And maybe you might be served at a plastic surgeon's office, or maybe you need to go where this laser is that I don't have. Um, and so having honest conversations with people, I think is really important. And it also kind of falls into the ethos of my practice, which is to always be honest with people and provide I them think, the opportunity to make consent. Absolutely. I think that that gives everyone the best opportunity to have the most information. Absolutely. We'll be right back with an Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast. Do you have the right high quality employees to successfully compete and grow your business? Franklin Professional Associates team of recruiters in Lemonster is here to help you hire the best so you can be your best. Visit franklinprofessionals.com today. Welcome back. I'm Kat Deal here on the road at Lush RX Aesthetics over at 646 Central Street in Suite 3 in Lemonster, speaking with Kia McCarthy, owner. So you have a new service that just started and it is called ZO Skin Health. Yes. Yes. Can so, you talk to us about okay. that? Okay. <laughs> okay, friends. So there's a lot of things that we do here to help enhance people, um, enhance their skin, enhance anti-aging things. But what I've learned specifically over the last two years is that if you are not taking care of your skin in between treatments, it's almost like you're just wasting money. Um, So the medicine that we sell is medical grade skincare. This is not something that you can find online. In fact, if you can, I'm concerned about that. Um, so you have to have a license in order for them. They vet you. Okay. You, they come, they need to see your space. They need to see your license. They need to see that you're actually a reputable place. They do not just, you know, the, the big companies that offer medical grade skincare, they vet you. Mm-hmm. And so this is medicine that we have that you use on your face. So yes, it is a line of skincare. It is devised by a clinician. It's Beverly Hills. So, you know, there's a Super little bit posh. of this. Yes, it's a little luxurious. So for people that are on a budget, we talk about how to work in some of the things that you're already using at home, some of the things that you can maybe find at CVS or at Walmart. And then if there's a particular skin concern, then we can enhance it with one or two treatments. But then there are people that come in, they're like, 
give me all of it. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> sounds great. But we t- discussed with people how to build upon the progress that we're making with the treatments and we marry it in with the uh, medical grade skincare. And it really does kind of run the gamut on what your concerns are. Are you worried about blotchiness? Are you worried about redness? Are you worried about acne? If you're worried about fine lines, deep lines, um, texture, tone, all of that can be enhanced with skincare. Um, and it really does help marry what we're doing procedure wise into you taking care of your skin at home. So it's, it's lovely. It sounds very full yes. circle of what you're mm-hmm. providing. So when someone is thinking of, I'm, I'm sitting at home right now yes. and they're listening to this podcast yeah. and they think maybe, maybe I could get a little mm-hmm. something. What are things that people should consider yeah. before thinking I'm going to just dive right Absolutely. into, let's say a chemical peel? Yes. So the very first thing I tell people when they come in, first of all, is that this is addictive. <laughs> when I tell people, especially if they've never had neurotoxin, neurotoxin is addictive. So what I tell people is you are not going to look like a different person. In fact, if you do, I haven't done my job properly. People that are close to you will say things to you like your skin looks great. Did you just get back from vacation? That's how you'll, you'll know. And then when it wears off is when people will come, you know, knocking down the door. That's usually when things get spicy is when um, people are coming in. Um, do you have downtime? Is the procedure that you're thinking about, do you have downtime? What does your downtime look like? Have you just had lots of sun exposure? Are you intending to, um, what are you, what is your budget? You know, if you are thinking about, um, treatments, treatments are expensive the, to purchase these things from the manufacturer is expensive. Paying malpractice insurance is expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, keeping oil bills. <laughs> oh expensive. yeah. Um, energy costs are expensive. So all that kind of goes into the pricing. And so, you know, make sure that you have appropriate budget. I intentionally do not do care plans. That was a part of my ethos for building this business. I just didn't want to ever have a position where I was putting people into debt for a medical procedure. So I intentionally do not use those programs. Mm-hmm. That's something. If people do, there's absolutely, this is not a dig on, on places that do that. It's just, I have chosen not to. That's just, if that's something that you... Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that. So you will wait until you can afford it. Um, or we work with people on hosting parties. That's oh, a really great way interesting. for people that are on the fence about doing things. My gosh, I want my lips done, but $700 is too much money. Um, host a event and then you can get your stuff for free. What are you comfortable with? What have you just done to your skin? Have mm-hmm. you had treatments in the past? What those treatments are? Are you averse to needles? Do you have an event coming up? Do you have a wedding to go to soon? Um, and then what's your comfort level, you know, with the whole idea of aesthetics? And do you want to just come and meet me? I do a lot of visits where I just come and just meet me. Come sit in this space. Come mm-hmm. look at what we have. See what feels comfortable. What doesn't feel comfortable. Let's talk about what the journey could be. Let's talk about all the different ways that we would achieve those goals. And then together we can come up and map a plan that makes you feel comfortable. That You know what the pricing is up front. I am not squirrely about prices. <laughs> I'm a bargain shopper. I love getting things at discount. So I am very honest upfront. This is how much this is going to cost. Is this yeah. comfortable for you? Um, if it is great, if it mm-hmm. isn't, that's fine too. And you know how to find me. I didn't win the lottery, so I'm still here. So you can find a time that, you know, makes sense for you. So those are the things to kind of consider pre appointment yeah, That's great. Over time, you know, um, the medical industry has changed mm-hmm. and I'm sure that there are 
definite advances that have been made. What are some of the latest advances that oh, have been made friends. in medical I aesthetics? Love I love it. So the thing I think I'm most excited about are exosomes. I was in my practice. I had a professor once tell me when I was still in school, let other people be the guinea pig. And I like that. I've never been the first to jump on a new drug or a new trend. I am a worrywart. The my the fabric of my body is held together with anxiety. And so because of that, <laughs> I very much am risk averse. Starting this business was the scariest thing I've ever done in my entire life. And so I am very fussy about bringing new technologies and new um, modalities into the space because I want other people to be the guinea pig, not my patients. Um, exosomes absolutely was a game changer for us. The company that um, I'm aligned with is called Antiage MD. They have a regular arm of their business where they sell skincare. I don't stock that because I've done CO Skin Health. I like their skincare. Um, but they do all of our microneedling treatments. And so exosomes are basically cell signals that encourage your body to heal itself. And so I use it for a myriad of things. But the thing that I'm most excited about is skin rejuvenation. So for women that and men that are noticing, you know, skin laxity, skin texture and tone issues in when it's built in with um, microneedling, mm -hmm. it just introduces that lovely science into your skin and it just helps you build your own youth. It's like literally the closest I've seen to a fountain of youth. It is lovely. It is very easily tolerated. Um, it yields such really beautiful, lovely results. I actually helped marry it in with my um, hair restoration treatment, and it's been yielding some really lovely results. So that's great. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty good stuff. It's a lot of fun. That's amazing yes. science. Yes. That, that's, that's incredible. Yeah, and normally you would have to like go to one of the bigger cities. You know, this is all of the rage in Europe. Yeah. And so to be able to have that in our backyard is pretty awesome to be able to have access to it in a place that feels comfortable. So, yeah. Yes. To, to bring that to North central is yes. pretty incredible. And yeah. I love that you are not allowing yeah. your clients to be the Guinea pigs yes. and having things vetted out yes. in the real world scenario yes. and then bringing it here. Yes. It's just, it's great practice. And 100%. I think that for those who are listening and for your clients that must really give them assurance that yeah. you're looking at their best interest Absolutely. because in the end it's Absolutely. that's their results are what's going to count. And there are some people, you know, everybody's got their own health history. And so part of the intake process is to review what your health history is and to review what your risks are. And so there are some people that might not be a good candidate and we talk about that and we're honest with people, you know, I don't know that this is the right treatment for you. Maybe it would be something it's different. Maybe again, it's a surgery, maybe mm -hmm. it's something else. And then having that conversation is vital so that the patient is making an informed decision mm -hmm. and that we also aren't overselling stuff. Right. So I want people to have a realistic, like I am not going to make a 75 year old woman look 20. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that is not something that's within my skill set. If it were, I would be on my yacht. You would be. <laughs> but for sure, um, giving people realistic results, understanding what the complications are, understanding what the risk and reward, that kind of doing that math is really important. So being honest with people has never steered me wrong. I love it. So 2024 yeah. is 
is here. Mm-hmm. And what do you see? Yeah. It's, I want to just say your tree is so lovely. <laughs> and the new Pantone yes. color for yes. 2024 is peach fuzz. And yes. I'm telling you this tree, you'll see in the picture, yeah. folks, but the tree is oh the epitome of peach fuzz. That's a big it. trend coming for I 2024. Do. Yes, it's funny. And it wasn't intentional. It was like, this was what was on sale last year. This <laughs> <laughs> is like me just trying to live my girl's sparkliness. Well, yes, it's perfect it. for the trend <laughs> of 2024. Yes. What do you see yeah. coming as the big skincare trends for Absolutely. 2024? I love this question. So what I am noticing is that people are being way more holistic with their approach to healthcare in general and oh. certainly in the medical aesthetic space. What I'm finding is that there is a trend away from um, like over glossy, I don't want to say Kardashian, but it's the thing that comes mm-hmm. to my mind and more natural looking appearance. So people are way more, I usually am preaching skincare to them and now people are not like, oh, here Kia goes again about taking care of my skin. So having healthy skin and taking care of it naturally and taking care of your body and wellness, I think is a way um, better approach to medical aesthetics. Mm -hmm. And then having people coming in looking for just clean, healthy skin, I think that is going to be the thing that kind of launches the next, you know, couple years is reaching for um, not overdone anything but just yourself, but just with a natural filter. <laughs> That's a great <laughs> kind trend. Of staying away. Yeah. Skincare, taking really good care of yourself, using your body's natural um, processes, like microneedling, things like that. The peels are also a wonderful way to approach that without a needle and just taking care of your skin, having your skin shine through, I think has been a huge thing. And that has been across all the age groups. It's male and female. It's a little bit of everything. And spending a lot of time talking with people about how to take care of their bodies and their wellness is really what I'm spending more time <laughs> talking That's about. That's a very positive trend yes. for 2024. 100%. Well, yes. Kia McCart, thank you so much for allowing me to be it's in your space pleasure. today. It's been a wonderful conversation. Yeah. And for those listening, if you're looking for a way to take care of your skin better in 2024, I highly suggest heading over to Lush oh, RS Exetics. Thank you so much, Kia. Thank you so much for having this. was so much fun. Tune in next week for a brand new episode. You've been listening to Inside North Central Massachusetts. This podcast is produced by the North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce. For more information on this episode, links to other episodes, or if you have any questions, please visit northcentralmass.com.